Welcome to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973. And now here's your host of this podcast, me, Shane Lakita. Hey guys, good morning. It's a Wednesday. It is the nearing the end of August. I'm sure that for those that work five days a week, you're really looking forward to the fact that you're on the second half of the week now, right? And you're able to head towards the weekend and celebrating things that you want to celebrate over the weekend, especially since in some of the northern parts of the country, we are nearing the end of our summer, which makes me so sad, but it's but it's the truth, and the leaves will start turning here soon, and the temperatures are going to start dropping. Uh, the other day, we, we were outside. My wife and my son and I were outside, and it was like 50 degrees outside at nighttime, and we were like, wow. Oh, it's already coming that fast. Whoa. And and the Farmer's Almanac is already telling us that it's going to be one of the worst winters, which I'm not really looking forward to. But let's not even talk about that yet. Let's. I digress because now we're going to talk about the summer being here still, right? It, the sun's out. It's still warm. Most of the country, most of the people that are listening to this are still experiencing some nice warm weather. So I'm living vicariously through you right now. And the, war, and the warmer temperatures will pick up here this next week. So as many of you know, I just wanted to catch you up real quick on what was going on this last week where I was traveling. I was a, a jet setter and I was traveling all around the country where I drove down with my family. As I shared on the last podcast, we went down, we celebrated in the fact that my we were I was there with my family and we were able to be there right to the very end of where my dad had passed and everything else. And so I shared that with you last time. So I dropped my family off, I recorded a podcast and then I split and went back down I flew by myself down there to be able to spend time with my sister and my stepmother and my family that came down to be able to celebrate in my dad's life. And what an amazing ceremony we all went through. We had mass. We had all kinds of great stuff. And it was a, it was an emotional, emotional week where we were able to celebrate in the life of a guy that was the, the, the commander of the room, right? He was able to walk into a room and be, it was just by his, his personality and his his grandiose style and the way that he was able to speak loudly and be able to talk to everybody and every single person that he came in contact with, he made an impact, a positive impact on where he was either lifted them up or made them just feel like they could accomplish anything or just give them a word of encouragement whenever they were feeling kind of down in the dumps and those kind of things. So I, we celebrated in that fact. We we had a remembrance service, we had a mass, and then of course we had the wonderful, beautiful ceremony for veterans. My dad spent 26 years in the Navy. In case you don't know, he was a musician, and we uh, we had a service at the Veterans Memorial down in Suffolk, Virginia, where they have different factions or different uh, parts of the, of the department of whatever service that you served in. So it was Army, Marines, Navy, Air Force, all that stuff. And so basically we had the ceremony where we all sat outside and they did a 15-gun salute and then we did taps and it was really an emotional time, but it was well needed and I think it was a, a good sense of closure on the fact that, you know, what, what an emotional roller coaster it had been for the, like the last two weeks. So, you know, we're still going through it day by day and, and, and there are times when I don't want to pop onto a podcast, but I know that I'm popping onto a podcast to talk to all of you guys to sit there and have a conversation one-on-one for the simple fact that... If anything, my dad, who lived a life where he was, he gave back to others, he helped others that were in time of need, he helped ones that were like starting off new in the whole world of whether it was the Navy musician or whether it was just music in general or whatever else, and he always lifted him up and made him feel really great. Well, this podcast is meant to do the same. 
It's meant to help you guys and help myself together. So that way we're one big team continuing to push forward and be positive. And if anything that I could take away from my dad to be able to carry forward and do things the right way and and, and continue to elevate his legacy would be through these podcasts. So on the days like today where I didn't want to when I first got up and I said, oh man, I got to get a podcast because we're at that week mark and I got to make sure that I can get this out and really talk about things that I'm thinking about. But then I start feeling kind of down in the dumps and I start feeling like, oh, I don't really want to, man. You know, I'm still feeling kind of blue and down and, and, and those kind of things. I think to myself, his legacy would have been you keep moving forward and you keep fighting for the good cause. and You keep doing the things that you love to do. And that's what I'm doing right now with you guys getting through that whole portion of the mental monkeys that are in my head and coming to you guys and having a conversation with you because you're worth it and I'm worth it and we're all worth it. Okay. So that's what that's what my last week consisted of. My last two weeks actually has been just a whirlwind, a roller coaster of emotions and all those things. And I put out a few podcasts or a few uh, coffee talks over the last week or so, just being able to check in and, and and put my thoughts out there to be able to have it. So today's podcast, when we get into it here, is really going to be stemmed off into two different approaches. One of them is going to be around. There was a uh, a listener that actually chimed in and asked me to discuss a little bit about what uh, how we grieve through different situations. So if you want to be positive and you want to keep moving forward, but how do you give yourself the time to grieve properly and do the things that are necessary for you to be able to do that and and really work through some of the kinks and the small things that we we have to work through to continue to push forward and be successful at all the things that we want to do. So it, it was a it was a great question. It got me really thinking. And then the other part of this podcast is going to be around obstacles and where we're at with it. Okay, so I'm going to get right into it. We're going to take this little itty bitty musical montage or whatever it is that I wanted to do, and we'll uh, we'll go ahead and kick this thing right off and do this thing right. Okay. <laughs> feel like I'm back in the normal zone of where I like to be and where I'm at with you guys. So here we are just, uh, you know, getting through it and doing the things that we have to do, especially during times when things aren't as ideal, right? So we got different situations, we got different things that happen, whether it's death in the family, whether it's illnesses, whether it's sickness, whatever the obstacles that are there for us to be able to overcome it still gets difficult to do so. So like I said in the in the opening here, one of the questions or one of the things that came up from a listener was around, can you talk a little bit about grief and how you deal with grief? Now, you know, here's the thing. So for me, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a clinical anything, right? I'm just a guy that likes to drink beer every once in a while and live his life to the fullest. That's really what I try to do. But I do know there's a couple ways that I know that I take into consideration ways to handle things like grief. I mean, grief is an important part of the process. It's an important part of our healing. It's an important part of where we're at to be able to recover from situations that may not be as ideal or may not be as 
fruitful or wonderful or positive or happy or whatever else that happens that we need to make sure that we get to a place where we can actually get through it and go through the the results on the back end. So if you got something that goes on and you're very emotional and you're in a place where you are not feeling up to par, you're feeling kind of down, but you are a champion. You're a person that goes through and says, I can get through whatever I've got to get through because I'm a man or I'm a woman. Hear me roar and I'm going to fight like hell to get to wherever place that I've got to get to and I can get through this. Well, part of you being able to do that is to actually accept and and bring in the situation that is happening around you to be able to process through that. Listen, three quarters of what we're doing out here, whether it's through health-related journeys or whether it's through physical-related journeys or our work-related journeys or wherever we're at, is all mental. Three quarters of what we're doing is all the way our minds think and the way we respond to things and the way that we act around things and the way that we, all, all the different things that our brain does to be able to move forward, those are so important to where we're at. And if we're not cognizant of where our brain is and how it's thinking and the mental capacity of where we're at with it, we really, even if you are a champion and you think you can push through anything when it comes to things that actually cause sadness or depression or grief, if we don't accept the fact that those things are happening around you and get into a place where you can actually get through it a little bit and have resources and have people around you to talk it through. You know, I have a friend that has been through a lot in his life, a lot, and he never wants to talk about the stuff that he goes through. And it, it takes him that much longer to get to where he has to get to when I know for me, if I'm not talking about stuff and I'm not discussing things that are depressing or down in the dumps or make me kind of you know sad, if I'm not having an outlet that I can have a conversation with, whether it's going to see a therapist or whether it's talking to my wife or talking to family or talking to a third party that basically has nothing to do with the situation that doesn't know all the emotional ins and outs and curves and all the different things that we go through with family or whoever else, I need an outlet for those kind of things. That's part of my grieving process is to talk it out, to discuss it. Because what I used to do, now this is back in the day and it ties back to my whole health journey, what I used to do is I used to harbor those things and I used to hide those things and I used to tuck them away and not talk about them. And I would curb my feelings with things like food and things bad decisions or alcohol or whatever. And as many of you know, you, you probably have been in the situations too where we have curbed all of our feelings with other avenues of, of those kind of things. And there's a lot of us that get to the place where we just shut down and we, 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 we push it all down and we don't want to talk about it because it, it's not a reality if we're not talking about it or it's something that we'll face later. Or life's too busy or it's too, we got too much going on. We shouldn't have to, I shouldn't have to deal with this right now. And when you're going through grief and you're going through anything like that, your body and your mind has to get to a place where it can heal. And it can get to a place where you can actually start to move forward instead of sticking in one place when it comes to that emotional side of it. Now, a lot of times, which I've noticed that I've done some since the passing of my father, is the fact that we tend to stay busy. We're not actually getting in front of there's some things that I've got to be able to go through in my mind or in my life 
because I don't want to. I want to avoid them right now by staying busy. I stay busy by whether it's kids or whether it's work or whether it's working out or whatever it is, I'm staying busy. I just stay, keep the keep the feet going forward one step at a time and keep on moving, keep on moving, keep on moving where I'm not actually sitting down and going, okay, this really sucks. You know, I mean, I, I lost my dad. Here's where I'm at. It's gone quiet now and, and I'm worried about my stepmother and all those things. All the things that I know that I need to discuss and go over, I'm not going over because I'm in avoidance mode or I'm in the mode of I, I just got to get through the, everything else. All this other stuff can't wait just because of the situation that I'm going through. And I still need to be a strong and strong-willed individual and I need to keep pushing forward. Well, grief is important part of the process. Okay, so for the question that came up of how do you grieve, how can you get through grieving and stay positive and keep moving forward? Part of staying positive and moving forward is actually accepting the reality for what it is and going through the things that you have to go through. Now, there's a difference between going through the things you have to go through and getting stuck in those places. There's a huge difference. You have to go through these things, talk about it, discuss it, have conversations. It never gets easy and the pain never goes away. But what it does is it gives you an outlet to be able to release some of the depression or the sadness and those kind of things just a little bit to alleviate some of the the angst and the and the anguish that you're feeling in your brain of where you're at and in your heart where you can actually let some of that go and you can actually release some of that into the atmosphere or into the world or whatever else and just be able to alleviate some of the pain that you're going through okay but if you get stuck there that's the other that's the other option if you get stuck there and you can't get out of it a lot of times it's going to take things like professional help or it's going to take things like somebody really coming in to be able to pull you, extend an arm and, and pull you through whatever it is that you're going through. And some people don't have that option. And that's where in society, depression and really just these these places that people get to, the dark places that they go to, where suicide rates or those kind of things all come into play because we can't overcome those things. So if you want to be able to prepare yourself for when things happen, because you are going to lose people in life and you are going to go through situations that are going to be detrimental or sad or depressing and all those things, give yourself your outlets now. Think about ways that you can have outlets to overcome that, to get to where you've got to get to before it comes. So that way, when it does come, you've got it written down on a piece of paper or you've got it in your little planner or on your phone that I need to call this person or I need to have a, uh, a therapist that's ready to go for me to be able to talk this out and get to where I've got to get to. Because depression is a is a is a faceless thing that comes in, in, in the middle of the night and just creeps in on situations. And people that suffer from depression already that now have to go through different grieving type of situations, it could be a powder keg of, of failure, right? And so if we're not setting ourselves up for success and having that outlet, maybe it's a, a person that you can relate to. Maybe it's a person that's been through stuff before or somebody that you're your best friend or whatever that, that is outside the family or whatever that you can have a conversation with and talk to about things. Have them on the ready. Have them on speed dial. Even if you got to put like a semi-quasi 911 a contact in your phone to be able to say, if I'm going through stuff or I'm not feeling right, I need to call this person because I know that they're going to lift me up and pull me out. So resources, that's number one. Number two, get the help that you need. I've talked about it on the last, I don't even know how many podcasts ago, but you got to get the help that you need. If you're feeling down in the dumps and you're not feeling up, up, up where you need to be, 
Get the help that you need to bring you out of a negative situation to get you to where you need to be, okay? Those are two things, resources and and putting aside the ego and going and get the help that you need. So I'm hoping that helps you out a little bit with the whole grieving portion of it. But on, on top of all this, this morning I, po- I posted, I put a image out about obstacles. And the image itself basically said that if you're going through whatever journey that you're going through and you don't face any obstacles, then wherever you're going is probably not worth going. Now, it made me think, and I was thinking to myself, do we really want obstacles to get in our way? Do we want things to get in our way, you know, wherever we're going? Don't we want an easy path to be able to get there? Most humans would. I know I would. I would love the fact that I could just be rich and just get there without having to put the work in, without having to dig in, without having to save, without having to do all that stuff. I'd love to just be able to have a spoon fed, here you go, here's a million dollars to be able to get to where you got to get to. That'd be That'd be ideal, right? But that also comes with obstacles in the way also, even if you are spoon-fed. Everybody has obstacles. And if you're not going through the obstacles, you're not learning, you're not growing, you're not going through adversity to be able to make the end product of wherever you're going to feel that much better because you've gone through the stuff that you've gone through to get there, right? So here's the question. The question is, when you know obstacles are coming, no matter where you're at, whether it's sports-related, whether it's health-related, however, whatever your journey looks like, you know that obstacles are coming. You know that obstacles can be huge. Some of them can be small. Some of them can be monumental or whatever the obstacle is. You know they're coming, all of us. It's a consistency. We know that it's coming. We know that it's there, but we don't want to go through it. We don't want to, we want to avoid an obstacle as much as we can, right? I mean, we want to get to where we have to get to without having to have something face right in front of us, but we know that they're coming. So what are you doing today to prepare for the obstacle that's coming? Are you mentally preparing yourself to know that the obstacle is just a blip in the road? Do you look at an obstacle as being just a another learning experience that you can go through? Which I, I'm going to be honest with you, probably most people don't feel that way. But this is these are the questions that we have to ask ourselves. Because if I'm looking at an obstacle and I'm looking at things that I go through every day or I'm looking at things that my family goes through or whatever, and although they may not be ideal and they may be something that I don't want to have to go through, but I know at the end of the day that they're going to get me to where I have to get to. And I've got to go through those obstacles to learn, to be able to grow myself and be able to understand that at the end of the day, when I get through the obstacle, wherever on the other side of that obstacle, I think to myself, man, I'm just one step closer to getting to where I want to be. I mean, think about any, any any of our journeys. If you're working at a business office and you want to be able to get to a management position or move into a director position or whatever it is, and you're in the corporate world, and you know that you've got to go through, one, you've got to go through competition with all the different people that work around you that are probably going to be going for the same position that you're going for. Two, do I have the chops to be able to go through the interview? Do I have the chops to be able to go through the, the whole process of making sure that I'm well-studied, well-versed, and be able to speak eloquently when I'm at an interview? Three, is there going to be other situations, external factors that come into play where there's headcounts and there's all the different things that they go through? These are all obstacles that you go to to get to what you want to get to at the end. So if it's a director position that you want to get to, those three things just specifically are, are although very common in the, in the corporate world, those are obstacles that you have to go through. Now, do you look at those obstacles and say to yourself, I have competition around me? Or do you look at it and say, okay, that just means I need to step my game up. 
and I've got to make sure that I shine around my peers and I shine around the people that are around me that I know will be going for the same position that I want to go for. And and the interview process, do I know that I'm going to be able to set myself up for success and I'm going to study and I'm going to practice and I'm going to look at my spouse or my, my roommate or whoever I'm living with or whatever and say, hey, I'm going to do this real quick. I want you to tell me what your thoughts are when my answer is to the following things and practice your interview skills and practice your answers and have them ask you questions and overcome the obstacle of the angst and the anxiety of an interview to be able to get to where you got to get to. Are you doing those things? Because the way you got to look at obstacles is they're just bumps in the road. That's all it is. If it's something you really are passionate about going for, let the bumps in the road just be that. Just let them be bumps in the road. Don't let them be boulders. And don't let them be walls. Because if you think about it, if you look at an obstacle like it's going to be something that's going to hinder your progress, because, I mean, that's the definition of an obstacle, is it not? It hinders the forward progress of whatever it is that we're trying to be able to get to. And if, it, if it's a hindrance, that's okay because I can get through a hindrance. But if it's a stoppage, then, that, then that's where the problem happens. Then that's when we take obstacles and we just let them overcome our lives. So let's talk about health journey. Let's talk about getting focused on losing weight or running marathons or whatever. Okay, running. There's one for you. Anybody that knows anything that wants to try to get into running in the beginning stages of it's one of the most difficult times to be able to get to wherever you have to get to especially if you go from a place where you're sitting on the couch and then you want to become a runner and you got to go through and you got to work in incremental stages right you got to work in small runs small walks small runs those kind of things maybe alternate some stuff get yourself to a place where you're feeling kind of good about things and then you move into the next stage of wherever you've got to get to and each one of those stages are obstacles Think about that. Every one of the stages, like the Couch to 5K um, app that you can actually download on any of the platforms that you have out there, like whether it's Apple or Android or whatever, the premise or the purpose of that app is to give yourself incremental goal setting to be able to move your way up so that you can run a full 5K. Now, in the process of doing that, which I've done, you've, you're, you start off like with a walk and then you get a little bit of a sprint or a little bit of a run and you're out of breath and then you got to try to overcome that because then you're feeling that whole pain of, oh my goodness, I'm breathing so hard. My, my lungs feel like they're going to cave in or whatever else. You work yourself up and you build stamina and endurance and you do that by overcoming obstacles. Each one of those obstacles of the mental brain or the mental drain that you're going through of trying to get to the place you want to get to in that run are so important in the journey. Why? Because you're learning from them. Your body is learning from them. You're building endurance. You're building strength. You're building a a, a tough exterior to make sure that you can overcome adversity as it comes around. Think about it. They all intertwine with each other. All of them. Every obstacle that we go through only builds us and makes us stronger down the road. So if it is the running aspect of it, and you finally do get to the place where you run a full 5K, how good does that feel at the end knowing all of the stuff that you went through to get there? I mean, it it's euphoric feeling to know that you earned it, and you dug in, and you learned. So obstacles, a lot of times, we look at them as being this hugely bad thing and we don't want to go through it and we don't want uh, like listen obstacles don't feel good there's nothing i don't look forward to obstacles with the things that i'm trying to do right i i, I mean i i if you do then you're got a little bit of a twisted kind of sense of your brain work that you're going on there but for me 
I don't look forward to them. It's not something that I dive into to say, yes, please throw me another curveball. Give me another obstacle to go over. I'm a learner. I'm going to get to where I have to get to. No. But what I am doing is this. I'm preparing myself for when obstacles do come. I'm more apt to being able to sit back and say, okay, how am I going to attack this? How am I going to take an obstacle that is thrown at me and how am I going to overcome it, adapt, and be able to move on or move up? How am I going to be able to do that? And it all starts in the mornings. It starts in the first thing in the morning when I get up in the morning. If I think to myself, I know there's going to be obstacles getting to where I want to get to today. If I'm trying to accomplish a goal, I know that I'm going to hit some bumps in the road. So just to mentally prepare myself for, okay, if this happens, then maybe I'll go this direction. Or if that happens, it goes this. So plan B is always a great avenue to be able to use for options. Because you don't want to go away from the goal that you're trying to get to because you're really passionate about getting there. But you might go plan B as a different route. Maybe taking a right, going around the outside. Maybe it'll take a little bit longer to get to where you have to get to, but you'll finally get there, right? Maybe you got to avoid the obstacle, but also understand that when you avoid the obstacle and you go in that side road, guess what's going to happen on that side road? You got more obstacles that are going to come around. So it's all about the mental game. Can you go into the journey that you're going into and try to attack the the things that you want to attack or achieve the goals that you want to achieve, knowing that the obstacles are going to come and embrace them enough that you know that you can learn from them, you can adapt from them, you can move around them, you can do things without using an obstacle as a deterrent, but rather an obstacle as something It's just going to take a little bit more time or a little bit more work or a little bit more effort to be able to overcome it, to get to where I have to get to. I mean, how many of us talk about it all the time? We talk about in this society that we live in right now, most people just want things at the push of a button. I can go to my phone. I can hit the Google machines. Boom, it's right there. I can can talk to Siri. It's right there. I can do whatever it takes to be able to, to, I have everything at my fingertips and disposal. Kids these days don't even know what really work means. And I know I sound like a, you know an old man where I'm sitting back going, you know, they don't know what the uh, hard day's work really consists of, but they don't. They don't. And today, everything's handed to them. And the ethic and the work ethic that, are, that, that we grew up with or generations before us had is, is lost in the shuffle. And one of the things was, is back then, they knew. They knew that you had to work. And you had to grind your fingers to the stone. And you had to bust your ass to get to where you have to get to. All these things that you had to do all across the board. Back in the day, it was an accepted thing and you knew it was coming. But today, it's more around, well, okay, but do I really have to do that much work on that? Can I just do this and get around it this way? Right? So it's a different mentality. It really is. So we've got to retrain our brains, maybe reprogram a little bit with the fact that, yeah, we do have things at our disposal and everything's on an app or everything's quickly monitored or or we can access whatever it is. But we've got to know and we've got to get ourselves in the right frame of mind to know it takes work, it takes effort, and it takes time to be able to get to the things you want to get to. And obstacles are just part of it. It's just part of it. It's almost like... I, and I know I, I was thinking about this as I was traveling down to Virginia. We were driving. 
when I'm driving down to Virginia, I can look at my GPS and I got my instructions going and it's all telling me how long it's going to take. And then I can see that the instruction or the time to get to my destination increases or might decrease a little bit. It might increase. You know what that is? That's obstacles along the way that are that are being added to my journey. And it prepares me and lets me know your time is going to be a little bit more because you probably got something coming up and you see little red lines on your GPS or whatever else. So you know you're mentally prepared for the fact that you're going to hit some traffic, you're going to hit these things, or the GPS will tell you, hey, if you take this side road, you might be able to get around it a little bit more. Maybe you can shave off a little bit of your time. So now you have some options and you've got some tools in your tool belt to be able to do it. So a GPS trip is just like the trip that we're going on every single day. You're going to get obstacles. The red lines are going to show. The time is going to increase on the GPS, whatever it is. But now you're mentally prepared for that is what is going to happen. So you have to do the same with life. Same exact thing. If you mentally prepare for the fact that crap happens and it's going to happen and it's going to throw a huge curveball at you, you're more apt to be successful if you just prepare yourself mentally for that to happen. Now, Will you be successful all the time? No, probably not, right? But will you be more apt to being, will you be more, will you have the ability to be able to set yourself up for success that you, prob, the probability of you being successful will be more if you do prepare yourself for that rather than if you don't and let the obstacle slap you in the face and knock you down. Okay, guys, so that's, that's what I wanted to talk about today on the podcast because all the things that I've been going through these last few weeks are obstacles in my journey to getting to where I want to get to, to being the way that I want to be. I can use my dad's legacy as being something I want to push forward with, but I've got to make sure that my mind is right with it, with the grieving process, and then I've got to be able to know that obstacles will get in the way with podcasting, with blogging, with all those things, and the mental monkeys will kick in, and I've got to set myself up for success to be prepared for those things to happen. Have a great day, everybody, and we'll talk soon. Thank you so much for listening to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973 podcast. You can also find us on all other social media platforms like Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook just by looking up Liquid Shano 1973. If you get a chance, hop on over to iTunes, scroll all the way to the bottom, and leave some feedback about our podcast because we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening.